Welcome to the JNO podcast. Today it's just uh, me, Jason, with uh, Josh. Hey, everybody. Yeah, um, this is not going to be a typical episode. As a lot of you guys know, um, there's been some backlash with um, something one of our fellow cast members uh, said on social media years back. When he was 14 years old, I just want to add. Not excusing his behavior, but just put it in context for anybody because we have to be, uh, you guys wouldn't believe how careful we have to be about what we say now um, with what the media has kind of been portraying us as. So just to let you know, Nick was 14 at this time. Yeah, and, and again, there's no excuse for the words or thoughts. He, um, I, I know he was 14, but again, there's, there's no excuse for it. Um, I, I just kind of want to say... Um, you know, since we started this podcast uh, a little over a year ago, we've had so much success. Um, and a lot of us, me, Dave, I, I don't want to speak for you, Josh, but, you know, me and Dave, especially, we, we, we've never seen this kind of success in our life when doing anything. Absolutely not. I mean, we all still obviously have full-time jobs, um, but I think we're, you know, we're getting close to that point where we can maybe do this for our primary source of income and just concentrate on giving you guys... Um, you know, the best show that we could possibly give you. We were kind of thrust into the spotlight, though. I mean, I, I'm not used to it for sure. And when you are thrown into the spotlight and you become a success story, um, people kind of will start to dig into your past. And some things when they dig into your past, it's great. Like, you know, if we've done some charitable work, we get a little bit, you know, and stuff like that. But there's a lot of stuff where when you look into somebody's past, there there could be a lot of things that could haunt you. And for Nick... Um, He's definitely dealt with that. I didn't know, Josh, if you wanted to read that Twitter post, what has kind of caused all this controversy. Yeah. Um, oh, and, 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 and let me warn um, parents, if you have children in the room, please pause this, maybe excuse them, get them a snack or something. And we don't want them to hear this. Okay. No. And um, I mean, we're not trying to sensationalize it. That's not why we're airing it here over... Um, over our, you know, over this broadcast, but uh, we just figured for anybody who, you know, it seems like anybody with an internet connection or, you know, a television is aware of this. Um, and trust me, I, I've been monitoring our uh, JNL podcast all spelled out at gmail.com address. And we have gotten a lot of feedback, um, some supportive, some not so supportive. Um, and so it sounds like everybody's kind of commenting on this, but we just wanted to share this for anybody that just by chance, you know, maybe you've been living under a rock, you know, who knows, um, and just might not be aware of what's causing, you know, this backlash. And so, um, you know, like Jason says, just a warning, we're just going to read this real quick. So this was a, a tweet that um, Nick posted um, when he was 14, uh, which was, I believe, 10 or 11 years ago. And it goes as and it goes as so. And this, I guess, too, was, a, was to his friend, Chuck. Um, hey, Chuck, don't he, which I think he meant to say be, uh, don't be a butt pirate and come to the Sheboygan Chiefs hockey game with us at seven. And that's it. Um, you know, I don't know what that is. A couple dozen words. And it's caused a lot of negative feelings, a lot of negative publicity. Um, and rightfully so. I mean, I'm not, we're not, we're, like we said, we're not condoning these words. Um, but such an off the cuff statement from, you know, like we said, 10 or 11 years ago is, is causing all this, uh, is causing a lot of trouble right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, we're not condoning it. Um, I think it, I, I, it, it, it's just hard to put into words what I want to say. I mean, when I first read that tweet, when it came to light, Josh, I'm not going to lie to you. I was furious. I thought it was fake. Cause I just, I know, you know, I know Nick, 
uh, you know, quite well. I mean, he's one of our, you know, our J&O brethren, you know, one of our bros. And I just kind of, to me, it thought like this is a bad Photoshop or something because this isn't the guy I know. This isn't the guy that I've known for years. It just didn't fit. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't fit. Again, I'm not making any excuses. He was 14 years old. When I was 14, I was saying and doing stupid, th- nothing that stupid. Um, but he is not that person, folks. He is not that person. Um, he is one of the most genuine, good-hearted people you will ever meet. And I, I'm not going to lie, though. When I first read that, when I seen it, yeah, I was thinking this has to be fake. And I was livid. Um, I told my wife, Melissa, who's related to Nick, I said, he is off this. I'm not going to use I, I'm getting a little. I just said, he's off the show. I mean, I can't. We can't have this. And then I sat back and I actually called you. Mm-hmm. I remember that very well. Me and you talked about it. Until the sun came up, practically. We decided, okay, this is not who Nick is now. That was a stupid mistake. Um, and I believe in second chances. You know, I told Nick, I, I texted him. I said, brother, I love you. I'm kind of angry of that, those words you used. Okay. But I said, brother, I got your back and you're welcome back to the show. And, you know, maybe take some time and you're welcome back. And I will... You know, I, I got you. Open arms, brother. Right. And I mean, I, I know Nick's taking time for himself right now, which is what he needs to do. And before, because I can already hear the keyboards typing away, um, he will be on an indefinite hiatus for, you know, a, a little, quite a while here. So people don't think that he's coming back, you know, next week or the week after um, this, you know, there's going to be a respectful amount of time to let people kind of come to grips with this and get all of their emotions out. And, you know, when the time is right, um, you know, we'll, Nick will be back. He will be back folks. Um, I know that a lot of you, we've, we've gotten a lot of pushback. We've gotten a lot of love. First of all, uh, kind of people who feel like me and Josh um, in second chances and people can grow. We want to say thank you. And, and, it's not something I just say like as a tagline or anything like that, but you guys are family to us and we love you. Um, so you having our back, um, that means the world to us. And we know we're going to lose a lot of fans and I, I can't blame them. I really can't. And I hope before, um, you know, people judge too harshly. Um, I mean, I think there's a little too much of that going around right now, uh, just in the world in general. I think people are so quick to point the finger. They're so quick to find something that, you know, is something that they've done or something that they've thought or something that they've said. And if someone else does it and it's publicized, they're immediately the villain. And they're they're quick to jump on that bandwagon boy. And they're quick to tear those those people down. Um but Nick, actually, uh, I haven't, you know, I've reached out to him several times and, um, you know, he's kind of just texted me back real, you know, real kind of short messages, which I, I respect and I understand. I know he's going through a lo- going through a lot right now, um, but I've been you know, monitoring our our G- Gmail account. And he did send me a statement that he wanted read um, on this episode. Uh, and he said, he, you know, he said the reason he was sending the statement, he, he doesn't want to make this about himself at all. He just felt that he 
had, you know, uh, some some thoughts that he wanted to to share. So, Jason, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm, I would like to read that statement now. Oh, please, Josh, go for it. Okay. So, uh, statement goes as follows: Good evening. I'm speaking out tonight, not to make excuses, but to take full responsibility for the abhorrent language I used and the pain I have caused. I'm not going to hide behind defenses like I was much younger. I had too much to drink. I was just kidding, and so on. I made an unforgivable statement without thinking and deserve all the repercussions from that. What I want people to know right now is that I am immensely sorry and that this statement does not represent the man I am today or the beliefs I hold. Also, please do not view my J&O brothers in a negative light, as those words were mine and mine alone. I will be stepping back out of respect to those I have hurt and to reevaluate myself in hopes that I can one day regain your trust. Be well and love to you always. Nick. And that's it. So, I mean, I'm no, uh, I'm not a psychologist, but I mean, I look at that statement. I see somebody who's, who's bearing his soul, man. I mean, he's pouring his heart out and he seems, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I think he's being very honest. I think he's hurting from this a lot too. I, I think he, he does not want to be seen as this kind of person. And, um, I got to say, I stand with him. And, and as I said, um, as I said before, I mean, yeah, I, I believe in second chances. He is my brother and I stand right beside him again, not condoning those words or thoughts. Um, but yeah, I think that was uh, beautifully put and anybody who's going to come back at us saying that just sounds like legal speak. No, Nick has not lawyered up on this at all. I was at one of the first things I asked him. It's true. And, and I, I, our lawyer came to me, um, a couple hours after that post saying, Hey, what do we got to do? You know, this is bad PR. I said, I'm, I said, F that. Um, that's not how JNL podcast is going to do things. We're not about legal speak. We're about talking right from the heart to the fans. Trust me, guys. Trust me. That's from that guy's, that's from Nick's heart, man. That's from Nick's heart. I know you had to be serious then because you don't usually curse. So, I mean, we're all under a lot of stress right now, guys. Um, Chase, this is, uh, so I just got yet another um, note here, and this is, you know, to me, I'm, I'm starting to get a little, I'm at my wits end with this. Um, as you guys know, or listeners, you probably know, uh, hikestyle.com, um, you know, our, you know, wonderful sponsor um, just actually sent this note to us. So the fallout from this continues. Um, so this uh, note that I just received, we at hikestyle.com support and promote all lifestyles as long as they treat others and the earth with respect. It has come to our attention that a member of the JNO podcast does not share this view, and therefore we have chosen to end our affiliation with the show effective immediately. I mean, what else? I mean, what do they want to burn us at the stake next? I mean, I don't... We've worked so dang hard to get sponsors, and people are just turning their backs I on mean, us, that, man. Josh, you can... 
Pike Stout. No, I'm sick of it. Man. Hey, gosh, PikeStout.com. You know, even though um, they're ending the partnership, you know, I I, I have to respect them. Josh, I have I have to respect them, guys. Even though they're no longer a sponsor, uh, please support them. Yeah, support them like they supported us. It's a great product. First sign of trouble, they tuck their tails and they run away. <sighs> I I don't know, man. I'm just I don't know what to do. We, I mean, it's like we literally, it's like we can't say anything now. I mean, like you've already talked about, we've already been under a microscope. Now we can't, we can't say anything. We can't defend Nick as just a, a, a person, as a human being, without us being maligned just because of that. I mean, it's, I don't know what to do. All we can do is put one foot forward and just keep moving forward. You know what I mean? Just keep moving forward. Yeah, that, 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 that one really does hurt. Um, God, we had a great partnership with them. Very lucrative partnership for both involved, for your information. And again, guys, that's because of you guys uh, supporting them. I mean, great product and service, but I mean, I, I cannot. That one hurts. That one hurts. Um, Josh, did you want me to read the statement from Garcia, another fellow cast member? Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, it's like it's it feels like I'm just a PR person. That's all I'm doing is I'm reading statements about this crap. It, it, it's not crap. It's we got to get through this, brother. Garcia uh, issued this statement a couple days ago, and I'm just going to read it. Um, uh, hey, everyone, with the controversy surrounding a fellow cast member and some disgusting words he used in his past, I am deciding to walk away from the show for the time being and ponder what I want to do next. I would also like to note that even though I do not agree or condone what that fellow cast member has said, I still love him, and he will always be family to me. Uh, he used the hashtag LoveConquersHate, um, which is a beautiful saying. He quoted a Bible verse, and I, I think it really fits well with what's going on right now. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Uh, that's Luke 637. Um, I mean, those are powerful words. Um, not just the Bible uh, quote, but the Bible verse, I'm sorry. Um, but his words... And um, I think Garcia will come back to the show when he's ready. I really hope he does because, uh, again, you get you and Nick and Dave. You guys are like my brothers. Yeah, and you know, I honestly, you know, that Bible verse. I mean, I think uh, you know people on both sides of this debate really need to take a long, hard look at that. And think, uh, is this the way that I'm, you know, is this how I'm living my life? Is this, is this, uh, is this the kind of person that I'm putting out there in the world? Because honestly, a lot of this just seems to me to be a little bit of a witch hunt. I mean, again, not condoning the words. I not defending what he said. I'm not trying to laugh it off. Like it's no big deal. I get it. You know, things can hurt, but. I mean, like, when does it end, guys? When does it end? 
I mean, who, who in their past hasn't said something that, you know, they could look back and say like, you know what? I regret that. I shouldn't have said that. I mean, I, I mean, if you're really being honest with yourself, everybody has said something or done something in their past that they regret again, they might be a little bit luckier because they're not under a microscope. Um, as we at the JNO podcast are, I mean, again, that's what comes with being extremely successful. And again, thank you guys so much for making us successful, but we're new to this. Um, we're, we're just new to this. And I mean, that's another thing you got to kind of remember too. I mean, we're essentially four blue collar guys and again, not defending none of that, but just saying you grow up in an area, you know, you grow up somewhere it's a little bit more rough around the edges people talk a little bit differently like that's the thing i mean you guys gotta remember you know it's not like we went to finishing school you know we're just four regular guys you know all four of us were born with plastic spoons in our mouth absolutely absolutely and i mean this is why and i mean it's definitely trust me i mean before this even happened i mean we were dealing with the culture shock of just all of a sudden being yeah like jason said under a microscope in the spotlight you know you can't go out to your, you know, favorite restaurants anymore. You can't, you know, I mean, it's just, it is a lot to take in and we're not complaining because that's what we worked, you know, tooth and nail. That's what we've clawed tooth and nail to be able to do is to be able to make a living from this. And we're not quite there yet, but I think we're going to be there pretty soon. Um, But I'm just, you know, and again, just saying, you know, we're regular guys, we're human. We have flaws. Um, You know, we're mortals. It's just, these things happen. I think we, I think what everyone needs to do now is just kind of, you know, chill out a little bit. We're going to nix on a hiatus here and we're going to come back, you know, once everybody's kind of, you know, dealt with this, come to terms with it. And we all just move on uh, because, uh, you know, lingering on this, it's, it's only just going to cause more pain. I wanted to kind of get to the bottom of this and we have had somebody on social media and I'm guessing you got tons of emails from this guy too. I guess he's some sort of trained psychologist. He deals with this. this Yeah, he has been, he's kind of been leading the charge to try to get our show canceled, um, trying to have us lose subscribers and kind of just trying to ruin, ruin our career at this. Um, And I was sick of it, but I understand that, Hey, like this guy's a trained professional, you know, he knows more about this than I do. I might be wrong. I, I think we, I, I, I invited him to the show. Yeah, well, that's how we deal with things on JL podcast. We, you know, we confront it head on. We're not going to run, you know, like we said, we didn't grow up in the greatest areas. So we're not, we're not going to, we don't step down. You know, we got to fight. We're going to fight and we're going to confront this head on and we're going to, you know, we're going to survive. We're going to keep surviving. And Jason, I'm probably, I mean, honestly here, um, I've corresponded with this guy a few times. Um, I got to say, I'm going to kind of slip back and let you kind of lead this piece here because I found myself thinking things um, that I knew if I said would only cause more trouble for us. Um, and I'm not saying that that's the right way or that that's OK, but I just I don't think I'll be able to handle it in the manner in which it needs to be handled. So I'm going to let you kind of take the charge here. I'll kind of chime in here and there. But um yeah, this, this guy in particular really gets under my skin from what he's trying to do to the show. You know, um, I respect him. And what I told him is, hey, if you can come up with some, you know, nothing's going to make this better, like 100%. But maybe if there's some sort of trainings that we can have Nick go through or something like that, 
um, some sensitivity trainings. And, you know, I think all of us could, you know, go through that, Josh. I think that'd be a great thing. Um, just some ideas he has, like, so maybe we can have some closure to this and nothing's going to make it hundred percent better, but maybe we can start getting the dialogue going. You know what I mean? So I am going to actually add him. You're going to hear a little chime guys and he's going to be uh, right with us. Hello, Gary. Is that Jason? Jason? Yes. Gary? Yes, Jason. How are you, bud? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I could be a lot better. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm uh, just sitting at home enjoying a nice glass of Pinot Noir and about to, you know, talk about something that's really uh, getting a lot of publicity here. So I'm actually excited to have this conversation because I know there's been a lot of lot of opinions on both sides. A lot of people I'm really interested in what I have to say. A lot of people trying to shut me down. So, I mean, I live for this stuff. Yeah. Uh, should I call you Gary or you want to call you? Are you a doctor? I'm not for sure. I know you're a psychologist. You said. Um, no. So, um... The school that I went to actually isn't fully accredited yet. It definitely will be. Um, and I actually asked them ahead of time if it was okay if when I was out doing these type of public uh, appearances, if it was okay if I brought up the school and they actually weren't really conducive to that. So I'm not even going to bring up where my credentials are from, but I am a psychologist um, and I... Um, yes, I, I mean, I'm a practicing psychologist. I have my own practice that I run out of my home and I have many, many clients and I, you know, not to toot my own horn, but, um, you know, psychology is really my forte. It's, you know, I mean, what you guys are to podcasting or what you were to podcasting, I am to psychology. Mm. Well, uh, I, I guess I'll just call you Gary. Then that's gonna just said, just call me Gary. Um, so what I really want to know, Gary, is what should the JNO podcast do? Should we do some sort of sensitivity trainings for Nick? And we'll also go through those with them. Would that kind of help uh, put some closure to all this? And That would be great to put it, you know, if this was something we could tie up in a nice, like, you know, tidy bow. And, you know, I mean, this is, I mean, that's what you noticed, um, you know, a lot of these sports teams are doing the uh, major baseball league or whatever, um, you know, when someone does something completely reckless and completely inexcusable, they say, you know, we're sending them a sensitivity training that's going to make things all better. Well, if you know what I know about psychology, about the human brain, how we function, that's really not going to cut it. Um, so... I really, honestly, Nick could not have picked a worse time to make these type of statements, um, not only for your show, <laughs> obviously, but um, for the, per I mean, for who we really need to be thinking about here, and that is the survivor of this trauma, um, this, uh, I believe his name was Charles or Chuck, um, he, you know making these statements at the age that he made them. I mean, there's really no way to quantify um, in any serious way, what kind of damage this could have really caused. And because of that, I, 
I, you know, I have, I've been trying to get in touch with this person. I've been trying to find out who this is through various channels. And I was offering myself up that if they were looking to potentially file suit against Nicholas, I was going to offer to be an expert witness because I know um, the depths and I know the consequences um, that this type of behavior can cause. And, um, you know, it won't completely heal everything. But I think, you know, this person is definitely do some type of compensation, some type of remedy for for the pain that Nick has caused. Uh, Gary, I mean, I don't know if you've been following. You had to have been following our Twitter. And Chuck actually is on our Twitter. Friend of the show. We love you, Chuck. Um, he said NBD, which means no big deal. We were young. We were stupid. Um, he even said that he probably said way worse to Nick. Uh, they were young and dumb. Um, yeah. And you know what? That's, you know, again, that looks great on paper. Um, but this emotional bullying, which is the psychological technical term for this behavior that Nick displayed, it can lead to a version of Stockholm syndrome where the victim identifies with their emotional bully and even defends the bully's behavior to others. And in a lot of instances can also reciprocate that behavior onto other victims of bullying. So, you know, again, that's wonderful that he says it's not a big deal, but without really going to speaking with a psychologist and I've offered my services to him um, to actually really delve into what he is, you know, what he is, how he has developed post this comment being made. There's really no way to know how far that that damage goes. I mean, you know more about this subject than I do. Uh, again, it, it seems like Chuck's doing pretty well for himself. Uh, again, he just said, hey, Nick, I got your back. You know, again, I, I don't know if that has anything to do with the Stockholm syndrome. Uh, so what do you think we should have Nick do? I mean, uh, I mean, I would definitely recommend, I don't, I don't think it would be good for either person involved. Um, definitely Nick, because if Chuck were to pursue, um, filing litigation against him, um, Nick's only going to further incriminate himself by having contact with this person. So I would say they definitely need to, you know, speak either through legal representation or just not speak at all. I think not speaking at all is probably the best way to go. Um, I think that, again, like I said, I, I really think Nick couldn't have made a worse, uh, picked a worse time to make these type of comments because um, as uh, Jean Piaget, um, who's kind of like the Babe Ruth to intellectuals, um, as he defined it at the age of 12 and beyond, you're in what's called the formal operational stage. Okay. And you're starting to think more abstractly and reason about hypothetical problems. You start considering the moral and philosophical, ethical, social uh, issues that require such reasoning. And you begin using deductive logic. And so at this age, um, when you're so impressionable, I mean, your brain is like a sponge at this age um, when Nick made this comment. And he calls this boy, and I'm not going to repeat it because I refuse to uh, say words that are that ugly. Um, but him calling him this at this age, I mean, who knows what could have, how his life could have been different had that not happened. Um, so I think they really should have, you know, nothing to do with each other. And I, like I said, I think Chuck is, is due some sort of, some sort of compensation for this. Why do we have to make a bigger deal out of every little thing? I mean, what's that going to help? Like we can't go well, back in like, time and Nick not called Chuck a bee pirate. 
Well, actually, again, that's a good point. And to be honest with you, this um, becoming getting all of the media coverage that it's been getting, um, I think is only and I think this is where you're going to see Chuck changing his tune on this, because, I mean, there are studies that have been done of traumatized children that make a distinction between what's called the single blow and repeated traumas. And so if this stayed in the past back in, I believe we said this was, what, 11, 10, so about 2008. If it stayed in 2008, okay, Chuck probably bears some of the scars, certainly, uh, mentally from that, but now that this is coming up again, and he's being, he's going to be constantly reminded of it, and it's in the media, and people, you know, now, people who maybe didn't know about it before, his family, his friends, um, and they are now aware of this type of, uh, and what was said, and they are going to, you know, who knows what that's going to cause for him. I mean, the effects of emotional bullying are just like they're incalcul- incalculable in terms of what I mean, how this can affect your life. I mean, there's you can be it can cause depression, low self-esteem, poor uh, academic or job performance, isolation, uh, attempted suicide. I mean, it, there's really no good way to quantify it. And it's only going to get worse now with it being all over the media. I think Chuck's okay. You know what I mean? He's actually going to be on the show next season. He already, him and his rock band are going to be on here. Uh, Seems to be doing pretty good. He's playing a lot of local shows and stuff. He's gaining an audience, got all the confidence in the world. He's, He's a cool dude. And Jason, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm, well, I wanted know, to kind of get the name of right his there, rock band. But, uh, we can talk about that later. Sure. Absolutely. But um, just to make, you know, a quick counterpoint there, what you're doing is you're being very objective about this um, because you're saying, you know, I like to me, it doesn't seem that Chuck is bothered by this. It doesn't seem Chuck's upset. He seems like he's doing well. He has a rock combo. Um, he's, you know, he's married and has kids. Um, but to be honest with you, what you really have to do is put yourself in the place of realizing that trauma is really defined by the experience of the survivor has anyone actually, and this is why I'm, I've been trying to get a hold of Chuck because I really think that he should come in for, you know, I think at least probably eight to 10 sessions to talk about this, to try to get are to you even, feelings. About are you it. even allowed but to ta- um, do that? I mean, I, you're, you're not even at a accredited university. Maybe. Well, the way how it, and so yeah, I can't publicize myself as a, you know, an MD, obviously. Uh, but what I can do is I'm essentially almost offering my services more of a, you know, a freelance independent contractor. Like, hey, I'm. this is a guy that you can come talk to and he can, you know, with his vast knowledge on the subject, can help you through your feelings and, um, and you know, really develop an action plan with how to get over the yeah, trauma but I don't think you've you... experienced legally can have those kind of sessions i mean yeah i guess you can give advice or something but you're not a trained professional well i again jason i'm gonna have to disagree with you here um kind of noticing a trend um i am a trained professional i i did complete the coursework that um was necessary to get a degree from the university that i attended again i'm not allowed to bring them up due to uh you know their wishes and potential legal repercussions but um i am definitely a trained professional jason and i mean if you want to if you want to talk shop with me over uh uh you know psychological concepts i 
I'd be glad to talk to you or teach you a thing or two as well. But what I can tell you is I need to focus on people like this who are the victims of essentially emotional abuse. You know, I'm not trying to get it into it with you. I mean, I, I'm so happy, Gary, that you came on the show. But it, it seems like you in general are just trying to make a name for yourself, uh, trying to, you know, you've been all over the media. We've seen countless interviews with you. We don't even know who the hell you are. And you're giving your two cents on every little thing and trying to make a big deal out of everything when there's not a big deal. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, again, the word be pirate that Nick used in that social media, it's disgusting. I'm not going to lie. It's disgusting me. I almost, I vomited, all right? When I first heard it, I read it. I went to the bathroom and I dry heaved. Um, I couldn't believe that somebody that close to me could be like that. But then I thought about it, you know, second chances, man, second chances. But I don't, I don't, I just don't believe in this whole thing about making a big, huge deal out of everything. Not everybody needs to be sued. So Chuck said, Hey man, it's okay. I accept your apology, Nick. Let's move on. Why can't we just move on in things? Why do we have to keep on going with stuff? Why do we have to make a bigger deal out of things than need to be made? Why can't an apology actually just be an apology? Why can't we just take it for what it is? Why do we have to get into litigation? Right. And uh, Gary, this is Josh. I'm going to second that. Um, and I'm going to put it a little bit more bluntly. Um, I think you're a snake. I think that you see us and you see us getting press. You see us actually kind of breaking out, making a name for ourselves, and you smell a little bit of money. And that's why you're putting your two cents in. That's why you're so aggressively trying to piggyback on, you know, unfortunately the press we're getting right now is not good. Um, but you know, we were, you know, I mean, it seems like most people are pretty close to, you know, it's pretty close to going away, but it seems like you're the one who just kind of keeps picking it up again and making a big deal about it and throwing all of these kind of twisted psychological concepts that you want to fit the narrative at this, in, at this, you know, particular situation. And I think you're um, essentially a flim wow. flam. Um, okay. Um, so again, I, uh, I think that again, what we need, you guys are talking about how you feel and, you know, and you're say, saying that, and then you're also trying to project your image of me, which I think is unfair, but that's your right. Um, but what no one's really thinking about here is the survivor of the trauma. That's the only person that I really care about in this is Chuck. Hey, and I'm sick of hearing about this. You know, yes, he is a survivor. And I'm not going to take that away from Chuck. Yes, he survived uh, being called a bee pirate. But you know what? You don't give a flying crap about Chuck. All you care about is carrying this on and getting more interviews and making a name for yourself. You know, I'm going to have to cut off this interview with you because you're just a you're jackass. Oh, okay. So, um, just so you know, um, just like how I mentioned that Nick was what we would call in the, uh, in the business or, uh, as a emotional bully, um, things that an emotional bully would do, the very first thing would be name call. And that's what you did to me. Um, and the sarcasm, which Josh is just dripping with, by the way. And putting me down and belittling me. I mean, these uh, essentially I am being emotionally bullied now when I was invited on here to have what I was told was going to be an intelligent conversation about this issue that you guys are having. And if it's going to turn into a mud slinging, uh, just ugly fight 
I don't want any part of it. I don't need you guys to make a name for myself. I'm doing quite well. I came on here simply because I wanted to get the word out. I want Chuck to contact me because I think I can help him out. And I think anyone in your audience who needs help, they I think they should reach out as well. Because that's what I'm doing this for. Trust me, for me, it's not about the money. It's not about the publicity. It's not about the fame. It's about helping people. I didn't mean to call you a jackbutt, but I just feel that you're not coming from a sincere place. I don't feel that you actually care about Chuck or any victim. I think you're trying to make a name for yourself. And I'm going to say that until my face turns blue. Um, I think we had a pretty good dialogue. But again, man, I don't think you're being sincere. I'm going to have to let you go, man. Thanks again for coming on the show, but stay the hell away from me. Sorry about that, Josh. <sighs> hey, man, we, someone had to say it. I mean, the guy constantly is trying to plug getting, you know, I want him to reach out to me. I want him to schedule sessions. I think that, you know, all, you know, all parties involved and, you know, your listeners should be contacting me. I mean, it, it, clearly he doesn't give a damn. He's just using a whole bunch of big words. Uh, trying to throw one over on our fans. Our fans are too smart for that. Uh, they don't believe that this guy really cares about a victim and, and this whole thing. Like they they understand that this guy's looking to make a big name for himself. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm <sighs> speaking of plugs. I wanted to give a plug to Chuck's band. Uh, they're going to be on next season. Uh, they're called Chuck's Lightning Superstar Band. They play a lot of 80s, 90s, and early 2000s music. So and they're good. Give them a check out. They're really good. They're really good. Dude, I've never heard. What's your favorite song from them? It's that one lit song for me. I can't remember. Oh, that. I do. Oh, uh, My Own Worst Enemy. That is a great one. That is, oh, man. Chuck rocks it on that one. That's a good one. Um, their cover of Ages in the Heat of the Moment. It's a great one. Um Oh, I, just, I mean, it. just check them out, guys. Like, I mean, we're not going to, we don't have to play, <laughs> we don't have to play their greatest hits right here. Um, but yeah, just definitely get, check them out. Um, I think that you're going to prefer their versions of these tunes to the originals. Um, so yeah, give them a, give them a listen. Yeah. Chuck's lightning superstar band. So if you're ever in the Sheboygan area and I think they play Mackinac city, some of the local restaurants up there, bars, check them out. They're really, really good. I just want to get that plug out of the way. Get there early. I made the first show I went to theirs. I made the mistake and did not get there early. Oh yeah. Like I did that once too. I was way in the back, but I could still rock out all night with those guys. They really rock it. You know what? I just got this installed. I mean, we're going to be using it more for season two, but I want to take a call. We actually have one of our, uh, some, who's this guy from New York? Bosco. Bosco from New York. He wanted to say something about what he thought about Gary Ellison in the interview. Let me plug him in here. Hey, Bosco. Oh, you guys there? Jason. Uh, Jason. Jason, and- <laughs> the host with the most. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. It's Jason and Josh. And Josh, uh, what's up, Hey, Bosco. Good talking to you, man. Love you, Bosco. Um, yeah, did you get to hear our uh, interview with Gary Ellison? What did you think? Did, I did, did man. He- I was listening to the whole thing, man. I'm dry- well, I drive a truck for a living. I was listening to it all. That guy, man. He's nothing but a weasel. Like, you can tell he's all about the money. He don't give a damn about this Chuck guy. He don't care. He obviously don't care about Nick. He's just trying to piggyback on the show because we all love you. You guys are just gaining more, more and more listeners every week. And he's trying to just, like, he's just trying to, you know, piggyback on that, man. And it's just like, I, like you guys put him in his place. And I got mad respect for you guys for doing that. 
But if I would have been out on the phone, trust me, it would have been a different conversation. And <laughs> probably not the conversation that you guys are looking for. <laughs> but what I told him, Bosco, is I told Gary, you know what? Our fans are too smart. You cannot pull wool over our fans' eyes. These, our fans are way too smart, man. Yeah. No, I got to completely agree with that, Jason. And you know what I mean? Like, there's so much of this going on in the world right now. And, you know, I'm not defending using the, the word ass pirate or whatever he said. But, like... There's so much of this going on. I mean, we're seeing it with athletes and, you know, actors and actresses and stuff. People make, like, a comment. And, you know, sometimes, you know, they deserve the repercussions of what they say. Absolutely. Like, you got to own up to what oh, you yeah. say. That's, like, from where I come oh, yeah. from in New York. Like, we all, like, you say something, you know, you're going to have to own up to that. And what's going on in the world right now, though, people taking this stuff way too seriously. Um, you know, the world's just lost its balls is essentially what it boils down to. And, you know, that's the reason I, I, I listen to you guys. You guys got balls. You guys ain't afraid to say what's on your mind. You ain't afraid to stand up for what you believe. Even sometimes I don't even agree with you guys, you know, very rarely. But sometimes I don't even agree with it. But I'm like, you know what, I got to respect that because they got balls. No, but I, th I think you're right, Bosco. I think, like, we need to, like, take a step back sometimes as a society and, you know, give second chances and not – mudsling and you know make things bigger than they are yeah absolutely and um so like that's what i was gonna say was you know a lot of times people you know you just say things and you know you don't think and you gotta be yeah. a held accountable for that and i respect that but you know what what we need to do now is just kind of take a step back you know things were said we don't approve uh but you know what we're gonna move forward that's all we can do yeah. as, 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 a, as a species, you know what I mean? We just got to move forward. Oh, yeah, man. And, Bosco, I just want to thank you so much for calling in. I mean, keep being a listener if you don't mind because we love you, man. Like, uh, you just made some great points, and you pretty much summed up this whole conversation in a minute. Yeah, because, you know, like, I'm not I'm not a prejudiced guy, you know what I mean? And, you know, trust me, if my, my, my mama thought I was prejudiced, she'd give me a crack right across the back of the head, uh, you know? And so, like, uh, you know, I'm not a prejudiced guy, but, you know, I've slipped up before. I've said things that, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said or some things that might have offended some people. Uh, but, you know what, if you asked me, like, to my face, if you, hey, did you say that? I would say yes. And you would say, do you regret that? I'd say yeah, you know, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to hurt nobody, you know. I'm mean, like, I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to get through my life and do what I do. So I think that that's what we all need to keep in mind. We all need to, before we put our eyes on people and start judging, we need to look in the mirror. Thank you again, Bosco. I mean... Hey, no problem, man. I'm about to cross the bridge, so I got to get off here, y'all. But just want to say thank you, guys. Keep up the good work. Nick, we love you. We can't wait to have you back. And just JNO Podcast forever and we're gonna keep listening see you bosco thank you so much bosco all right see you guys that's a cool guy right there josh that is a cool guy and you know what a lot of what he said was poetic i mean you could write that you could put all that stuff he said on a t-shirt yeah i mean just to think that that's somebody speaking off the cuff that's you know like bosco i you know trust me if he's, if he's in especially if he's in the middle of driving his truck i don't think he's got a prepared statement but like you said, he really did pretty much sum up this entire issue. And I think he summed up the behavior that we all really should approach these type of uh, issues with. I, I, I couldn't agree more, Josh. And I think we said it all.
As a special treat to you guys, we were lucky enough to get some audio from a recent performance from Chuck's Lightning Superstar Band. So they are going to play us out to Lit's My Own Worst Enemy. Enjoy it, guys. And uh, again, thank you for all your support. Uh, we couldn't do this show without you. Shit on me. Oh, the 